What's going on? And welcome into another edition of Hells and Whistles presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside Rel Myers. And things are not looking good for your New Orleans Pelicans after a loss last night to the Orlando Magic, scoring just 93 points and another loss for New Orleans and now sitting 10th in the Western Conference. Definitely our conversation has changed from the last week, Rel. We can break down the game here in just a moment but man oh man after the all-star break I know they ended with that loss to the Lakers and then afterwards we all were thinking Mm -hmm. okay you know the goal is still let's get this team in as a top six team and now the goal has changed it's stay in the playoff hunt because you are in danger of being out of the play in the way this team is playing right now it's not looking real good and and we do have like you know the fact that the standings are so packed we do have that on our side but if we can't win a game, what does it even matter? You know, so we talked about how, you know, if we were to lose two straight, we if you, if you were to lose one, you need to win two straight, you know, but we lost three straight. I don't see us winning six straight or anything like that, you know. So I we're still in 10th, but we're tied for 10th with Portland. But we play Portland next and Dame's on a heater. And now the, the Lakers are half a game behind us and we were just clowning them all off season long and all October long. And now uh, it kind of seems like the joke is on us. Yeah, but we'll have to see what the Lakers do without LeBron James, who's going to miss some expended time with mm-hmm. that injury, that ankle injury, I should say. Um, so we'll see how the Lakers are on. But again, like you mentioned, we can't be worried about the Lakers right now because this team needs to worry about themselves. And I feel like the yeah. biggest thing is, is just offensively. Why does it seem so difficult for them right now to, to score points? <laughs> like, I, again, I know Zion's out. And we've talked about how they certainly miss Zion. There's no doubt about that. But with mm-hmm. the people on this roster, with, with all the scoring that they have, there is no reason why. I don't care if Orlando is playing well defensively in the month of February. There are numbers to back that mm-hmm. up. There is no excuse for scoring just 93 points against the Orlando Magic last night. There's none. None. No excuse. And some people were trying to just write it off as like, you know, this is a, a number one pick. Just doing number one pick things. No, man. Like... No, we're. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, well, he's great. He just beat us because he. It wasn't him by himself. Um, we sucked on both ends of the floor, and you know, it was funny because he had CJ had acknowledged that they've been coming out slow, and they said that they weren't gonna do that anymore. And I don't think that they necessarily did come out that slow last night like they normally do. But um, in the end, they still couldn't pull off a win. They would get it within two or maybe even tie the game and never get the lead. And it felt like Orlando was trying to give the game to them and they just refused to take the lead. And it was so frustrating to watch. So I'm just, uh, I'm not sure where do, where do we go from here as fans, as an organization, yeah. what do we do? I have no idea. I mean, the trade deadline's over. You're not adding any more pieces. You've already yeah. shaken up the starting lineup with throwing Josh Richardson in there and leaving Trey yeah. Murphy off the bench i'm not sure if you need to switch it up again i'm not sure if you bring trey back because again trey's getting his minutes he's just not starting for the pelicans um cj's hurt i mean that thumb injury i think is really bothering him and props to him for playing through it Mm -hmm. um but you can tell his shooting is just not where it needs to be and when you're struggling to score and one of your best scorers is not playing well i mean i'm going to go back to the box score from last night and what CJ did from the floor. I mean, I had it right here. Eight of 18, (laughs) one of eight from three. Mm. You can't go one and eight, one for eight. And again, he has a thumb injury on the shooting hand playing through it. 
and yeah. got to commend him for that. And I'm not telling him to sit out because he needs to heal. Because I mean, mm-hmm. if you sit out, you're you're missing a maybe a quarter of the games left. I don't know how long you sit out yeah. for that thumb injury that might require surgery in the off season. But he and Brandon are your your top scorers, and if you combine, they go three of fifteen from three last night. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster as far as offensively. They just don't. They look lost out there. They just don't they look do. like they're running a lot. And I just don't think there's chemistry styling between them yeah <laughs> they're freestyling on offense it's not looking good at all and we know when zion's in there it's give the ball to zion and get out of the way and when he's not it, they still haven't figured out what they're doing when he's not in there and and i want to say i didn't listen to willie's press conference last night because i just don't want to hear any of that it's gonna <laughs> be the same thing every night it's gonna be you know they weren't ready, and it's my job to get them ready every night. Mm-hmm. So I just stopped listening to everybody's post games, even after a rare win. Like, I just, it's going to be the same thing every day. I don't care to hear that. But I think someone said that he said they, for the most part, followed the game plan. Well, what was the game plan? Because if they were executing that game plan, that's not a good game plan. <laughs> no. So they are just, they become, um, unrecognizable um just compared to literally two months ago when they were um on top of the western conference and willie green was western conference coach of the month and now it's kind of i've seen people kind of say it's looking kind of funny in the light because he had zion and suddenly everything's kind of falling to crap and and was he coach of the month or was zion just amazing (laughs) are are, are we saying we're we're lacking the in willie green we trust now I thought I mean, about getting you... on here and saying I was going to burn my Willie Green We Trust shirt. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a little extreme, Rel. I get this maybe the panic buttons getting closer, but burning the Listen. shirts. You don't need to be <laughs> burning losing. anything. Hey, I, I wouldn't burn anything because I'd be afraid to burn down the whole freaking house. But <laughs> I am not going to be wearing that shirt because I don't want to answer any questions. <laughs> you know? So um, it's just been frustrating, you know? And there's there's... There are certain things a coach can control, and there's things that a coach can't control. And it's not his fault that CJ's one for eight, but maybe he can do something like tell CJ to stop shooting those. Maybe tell him to drive in. Um, maybe tell Herb stop shooting corner threes. There was a <laughs> there was an instance last night where um, Trey was saving the ball from going out of bounds, and he tossed it over to the corner because that's where Herb is usually camped out. But Herb had moved; he had moved, mm-hmm. and so there was no one there. And I was like, yeah. That's just how, how things are going right now. So anyhow, yeah, panic button's back on the desk. Like right by your fingertips right now? Like it's ready it's to be hit? Close. You're not hitting it yet, though? Um, uh, I hit it, yeah. You I did hit it. hit it? Definitely hit it. Did the yeah. alarm go off? Did it scare uh, away? It, it was like, like um, <laughs> red lights. It was like a siren situation going on. Um, it was like the challenge. Was it no green light? It wasn't when you <laughs> when you challenge a play. No, no green light. We don't have the green light. We got the red light. We got the stop. Let's this think. is red light. <laughs> <laughs> it is looking nasty out there, man. Um, and I had I had put out a tweet. And someone said that people were going to come after me for it. And I was like, I don't care. This is no secret to people who listen to the podcast, right? But I bet on the game last night, and I didn't bet my normal dollar. You want to know how much I bet? $2? $7. $7. I saw saw that the Pelicans were a five-point favorite, and I said, yeah, right. I put $7 on Orlando to win, and I won like $18.90. So 
bet against the team. And if they win, awesome. If they lose and I won a couple of bucks, I'm going to go get some crawfish for lunch today. Can't get much crawfish with 18 bucks, but I'll, I'll pay the difference. <laughs> well, I hope you're using Bet Online, which remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, NHL, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game treads at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, or on my shirt if you're watching yeah. on YouTube that you can barely <laughs> see right now. Um, that's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. So at least, you know, well, I get it. You know, at least you're making money, uh, even yeah. if it's at the expense of the Pelicans. You, you got to balance it out somewhere where if you're not going to be happy with what the Pels are doing, you might as well make a few shekels from them and uh, go yep. get some crawfish today. So that game plan certainly works for me. So I'm not <laughs> hating on you for that. But you mentioned the shooting and whether guys need to, I just think it's so hard to change habits it and is. to tell someone to stop shooting um, or, Hey, Herb, you know, because I think in this day and age, you're encouraged if you're open for three and you are somewhat of mm -hmm. a three point shooter, you're encouraged to shoot. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes this team lacks the amount of attempts, 27 attempts from Absolutely. three last night. And you only made six. I think that's the biggest issue is the fact that you're not knocking down shots. Again, B.I. Mm -hmm. and C.J. were three of 15 out of those. So they made half of your threes, but it took 15 attempts to do so. And you're six of 27. So the rest of the team was three of 12 from three. They were three of 15. Mm -hmm. So the three-point shooting definitely has to change. And that's not a Zion thing. That is a spacing thing that I think leads to more wide open shots. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure if a lot of them are just contested or a lot of them are just wide open ones that they're not making. But either way, I think the lack of three-point shooting is allowing the defenses to really not honor any of the Pelican shooters. So they're allowed to yeah. crash inside and, and and play defense down low in order to prevent the Pelicans from scoring inside. And that's where you get a, a game like last night where you're only scoring 93 points. It's You're not taking any of these guys seriously from beyond the arc yeah. because, hey, Prove it to me that you all can knock down a three. You all start making some threes. I'll start guarding the perimeter. But until then, I, I just think it's going to be a problem for the Pelicans if, if they can't get their offense going. Yeah, I've, I'm seeing a lot of uh, Trey passing up threes, and I feel like he doesn't need so much room to get his shot off. So just shoot it. Just let it fly. You're the best three-point shooter on the team. I think um, percentage-wise, I think B.I. might be like a little bit higher, but obviously the volume is going to be a little bit lower there. But I don't know. The the aggression's just really not there. And um even like with cutting, slashing to the rim, like the aggression is just not there. And I don't know what happened to these guys. I don't know if they feel defeated or deflated without Zion. I it which shouldn't be the case because you didn't have them all year last year. And and you managed to turn your season around and kind of um, you know, I guess capture some some lightning in a bottle or something <laughs> towards the end of last season. But like was that a fluke or what's going on? You know, so I've seen just so much criticism, uh, criticism, <laughs> so much criticism with Willie and it's, uh, he deserves some criticism. I'm not going to say that he's like, free everyone of does that. Yeah. Um, but I just think that, uh, I, I don't think he should be fired. I will say that there's oh, people no, who are no, 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 no. They think he's on the hot seat. They think Griff's on the hot seat. I just don't think so. They don't have 
all the tools that they're supposed to have. Like they have the people, they just don't have the games from those people. So um, it, it's just really bad luck for them. It's bad luck for the players. It's bad luck for the fans. We can't catch a break. You don't you don't change a culture by firing a coach yeah. two years into. I mean, he took him to the playoffs last year. How many? Again, this is an organization that does not have a history of making the playoffs a lot. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that, yes, there are, I think, underachieving right now, but that doesn't mean that you go full on the opposite direction and change everything. You have mm -hmm. to evaluate what kind of team you have. And I know this team was relying on their core from last year to come back and hopefully improve. But maybe that's where things change in the offseason. Well, maybe some of these guys are not meshing well as we thought they were. Or maybe we need to change how our offense is. Maybe we need to add just a bunch of shooting. Maybe we need to add, uh, you know, a center. You know, there's so yeah. many things that are going to be evaluated. But I, I don't like the fact that whoever is asking for coach to be fired, I just think that's ludicrous. Again, yeah. that doesn't solve anything right now. Um we can go into the Hawk situation talking about head coaches. They're about to have their oh, third yeah. head coach in a span of a week. Um, that's they're not, <laughs> that is not something to be proud of as an organization. <laughs> and you just don't want Zion to go through another head coach mm -hmm. so early in his career, because then that's going to lose his faith in this organization. Do they need to tweak mm -hmm. things? Absolutely. And so I think for this team right now, again, look, our tune has changed in the, even just in the last week. And I think we had the right to change our tune because of the yeah. way the direction the Pelicans has gone where we said until Zion gets back, play 500 ball, a little better, keep yourself in that six to eight range. And then when he gets back, maybe at the end of March, we don't know, mm -hmm. get him going, get him on a little bit of a run before the playoffs and then see where it goes. But the mindset I think has to change now. I think yeah. if you're the Pelicans, you just have to figure out ways to win basketball games. You have to figure out and you have to realize that Zion's not coming back right now. And again, we don't know when he's coming back. Mm -hmm. but you got to figure out a way to score. And you got to find a way to win ball games. Or guess what? You're not even sniffing the play-in. Again, you, are, you lose all these three games on this West Coast trip, you're on the outside looking in for sure. Because two of the teams are the Warriors and the Blazers who are sitting right mm -hmm. around you. And then you have mm -hmm. the Kings who are playing their best basketball in a very <laughs> long time, sitting as the third seed in the Western Conference. And their confidence is at an all-time high. Or at least so jealous. For <laughs> I know and we, you know, that's one of the things you laugh at or we, yeah. we used to laugh at the Kings organization and now they're doing the laughing right now and yeah. props to them for the way they're playing. They're playing some really good basketball, but this mm -hmm. West coast road trip, you hate to say it with 20 games left, but this is it. This is make or break for them. The yeah. pressure's on. You can't go. Oh, and three on this road trip. Cause if you do, you're in big, big trouble. Cause you're leaving yourself then with 17 games to go and potentially out of the race. And with everything clumped together, there are teams going to jump you. There are teams going to move ahead and yep. you're the ones that are falling behind. So as much as I hate saying that it's the reality <laughs> of where this team is at right now, because they have yep. not shown that they can string some wins together. And so all eyes are going to be on this West coast road trip. Stay up late, three mm -hmm. huge games, even the trailblazers again, a yep. team that, you know, is, is not really supposed to go anywhere. They traded Josh Hart and props to Josh Hart for doing what he's doing in New York. Mm -hmm. But Dame scoring 71, they're not giving up. They might no. say they are. Or you might think, oh, with the roster, they're not really looking to win right now. But they that place is a tough place to play, number one. And two, they're they're in every game for the most part, yeah. besides that one game that they flew in on the day of and sat everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just think this is uh, 
this is make it or break it time. And um, I didn't want to say that with 20 games to go because I feel like there are going to be more important games down the stretch. But it is you might it not is. get to those. You might not get to those important games down the stretch if you continue yeah. in the in the direction that they're going in right now. Yeah, these it's it's definitely make or break. I think um, I, I want to say last time I said we can only take it one game at a time, and that's still true. But you just gotta up the level of intensity and the level of seriousness and you just have to go out there and find a way to win a game. Um, and you better hope that Steph doesn't somehow magically come back for Golden State, but they might not even need him to beat us with the way they've been playing lately. So they just beat Minnesota um, without, I mean, that was a good Minnesota team on ESPN on Sunday night. Um, and that's the thing is like we talk about and it does get a little easier at the end of March, but you might be out of it by mm-hmm. then as far as their schedule, because this road trip, Trailblazers, Warriors, and Kings, three tough games. Mm-hmm. You come home, Mavericks and Thunder. The Thunder are no slouch the way they're playing. Mm-hmm. And then you have Trailblazers, Lakers. And here's where it could get a little bit easier if you're playing some good basketball. It's Blazers at home, Lakers at home, probably without LeBron. Mm-hmm. Rockets twice, Spurs, Hornets. Like that stretch is your window to maybe claw your way back. But again, if you lose all three games in this road trip, then it's going to be, I think, too little too late. Um, but who knows? Um, but right now, I, I just, it's hard to find the positive things to say when you're seeing the way things, like that was supposed to be one of your wins last night. Yeah. And you grab it to Orlando. Again, they are playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But when you're favored by five points and you have the players that you have, you should be winning that ball game right now. Yeah, so now we've been swept by Orlando, and they've won the last six times that they've come to the blender. It's the longest active streak. (laughs) They have not been a great team over the last six seasons. So um, some teams just have your number, I guess, Uh, you know, especially if they run out two bigs at you or something like that. And so of all the teams, though, Orlando. (laughs) Speaking of bigs, it's, it's, it's another Willie Green thing. It's very weird that you would always go to Billy first before you go to Jackson. And then last night you decided you're going to let Jax take all those, uh, all those Larry Nance minutes. um, Because now we're going to be without him for three plus weeks. Um, So these injuries, man, they, they definitely have created some weird um, situations for us as far as rotations go. Because, if you're a young coach trying to get your rotations down and you never can because someone's always taking turns getting hurt, um, it's hard to hard to figure those things out. Um, and in a few minutes back, we were talking about um, you know figuring out offense and bringing in more shooters and things like that. They may need to bring somebody in on the coaching staff that's like extremely offensive minded. Um, and people have been bringing up Mike D'Antoni, and I know that he was a consultant last season. I have not, I haven't seen him this season. Um, not that he sits over on the bench or on the back bench or anything like that, but I just haven't seen him around the team at all this season. I haven't seen him any pictures in the background or nothing. So, um, I don't know if he's still involved, but, um, they may need some more reinforcements over there on the bench in Willie's ear. Cause, uh, whatever we got going on right now is not necessarily working. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to feel, feel if he's still under the Pelicans coaching roster. Someone um, had, someone said he was listed online somewhere as their, uh, as still being, Okay. on their staff. I don't know if that was on real GM or like what website they saw that on, but they said that he was okay. still on there. So, well, we'll see what happens here. And then, yeah. and over this, but you're right. I think, you know, definitely you talk about the, the centers that, uh, that front court depth is going to have to be addressed during the off season. Cause you just have two yeah. inconsistent guys coming off the bench when Jonas is off, um, with Billy and Jackson, you just don't know what you're getting out of them. And I don't care yeah. how many battery emojis you put up. If, if you were, 
<laughs> more consistent, you might be playing a little bit more than what you are right now. So yeah, um, nothing against Billy, but that's just my <laughs> two cents. But I do want to. I, I feel like we should. You know, we it's been a while since I think we talked about other things around the NBA. Yeah, um, let's get into it. I think There's just because I'm going on. <laughs> I'm close to the situation here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Just what the Hawks are going through right now. They're little, Quinn Snyder was hired on Sunday night and is coaching in his debut tonight against tonight. the Wizards. <laughs> like the last time we saw something this quick in Chris Finch going from Toronto to Minnesota, like in the middle of the night, kind of like, all right, Toronto, peace out. Jeez. I'm going to be the new coach. Like they fired Ryan Saunders and they, I think they already had an agreement with Chris Finch. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that was the case here, but. I mean, they said they called Quinn like immediately after they fired Nate, and it was quick. And you had Joe Prunty goes two and zero as the interim coach. They're about <laughs> to have three different head coaches in three in in a week. Yeah, and yet they're still in contention. They've won two in a row. They're going in a complete different direction than what the Pelicans are. But it's just so <laughs> crazy nice. <laughs> the coaching carousel that is that Quinn Snyder, um, who's a very good coach, is you know normally you leave your interim there for the rest of the year. You find mm-hmm. your coach. But I, th- I feel like it's a very interesting choice to have him come in now and let him evaluate this team and the coaching staff. It's I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's just I think I've been calling it weird all week. Um, mm-hmm. It's just weird, and I'm curious to see how it plays out. Yeah, I've um I've been really curious to see how things are going to play out with the Clippers in in Westbrook and in his debut game against the Kings. That game was nuts no, I know, and yeah. uh i turned on the game a little bit late and at one point i even dozed off and i woke i woke up and i'm like well what, what's going on in this game you know and we're getting close to the end of regulation at this point so um i will say though that something stuck out um westbrook i forget the stats and i had it written down but they were winning by six the clippers were winning by six with about a minute and 49 left in double overtime and he fouled out and they did not score another point for the rest of the game and they lost by one. And I thought that that was very, very, very interesting. Cause yeah, I, I don't remember, you know, exactly what was happening where they turning the ball over, where they just missing shots. I, I don't remember, but um, I thought that that was interesting, but I know that they played another game uh, last night or Sunday um, and they lost that one too. So, I mean, so far the Westbrook era isn't going super great, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily his fault, but I think overall he's going to help them out a lot there. Um, I think they'll be fine. I mean, they started off the season kind of crappy, but now that they got their big two back and they sort of have a big three sort of situation going on now, um, I think they're definitely trending upward, unlike ourselves. So, You know what's crazy is if you look at the Western Conference standings, how crazy the playoffs are going to be, whether the Pelicans are in there or not. Look at the top seven teams. Denver, Memphis, Mm -hmm. Sacramento, just being there for the first time and. (laughs) 20 years or something. Yeah. (laughs) Phoenix waiting on Kevin Durant's debut. The Mm -hmm. Clippers now with Westbrook. Dallas with Kyrie now. Golden Mm -hmm. State when they get healthy again. And then after that, it's uh, a free-for-all there for the number eight spot. Um, Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans. Hell, Portland, LA, and OKC. There are six teams that could easily take up that eight spot just because everyone's kept in together. And even though we're so doom and gloom right now on the Pelicans, they are two losses behind the Clippers for fifth. Yeah. Still. Mathematically, they're like very, very much still in it. But, you know, we can't count on having to jump all these teams, though. Exactly. You have to jump five teams in order to do that. Exactly. So, um, man, this is going to be interesting. But even peak too soon. Like, you you see how like Phoenix and, and the Clippers, like they were down 
not at the bottom, but they were they were beneath us for quite some time there. And it's like they started off kind of rough and now they're they've got it going and it's the opposite of us. So, like, do you think that we peaked too soon? Maybe I do believe in momentum um, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Pelicans were took the biggest advantage of that last season to get into the playoffs. They needed yeah. to play really well to get into that play in. They had to fight their way through, meaning win two play in games, one at home and one on the road. And then use that momentum to take a Phoenix Suns team to six games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about peaking. Maybe they did. I mean, it seems like it. I mean, there's <laughs> all, all the evidence to back it up that they have. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I do believe in momentum and the right place and right time. You could have struggled for the first 60 games of the year. But if you're hot in the last 20 and get yourself in a good playoff position there, I mean, with all those teams, one through seven I listed, you could you could easily have upsets this year uh, in the West, like a six yeah. seed being a three, just based on what if Golden State is still a seven or six because they keep letting Steph get healthy, now Draymond mm-hmm. get healthy, and then they're fully healthy when they get to the playoffs, and they don't care about home court. They'll be fine on the road. They can, I mean, they've been yeah. terrible on the road this year, so I, maybe I shouldn't be saying that, but <laughs> you never know. Like, how crazy would it be if it's Memphis and Golden State in the first round because Golden State can't get out of the play-in? Man, that would be... Or the Pelicans have to get through a team like Golden State to get into the playoffs. Not feeling confident, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) But that's what's going to be... Again, you got to give credit to them. Yeah, this is what they wanted. There is a lot of parity Mm -hmm. this year. And now you're seeing Milwaukee jumping Boston. They've won 14 in a row. Um, you feel like kind of the East, I feel like is a little more top heavy. You kind of know which teams it's going to be Milwaukee, Philly, mm. Boston, Cleveland. I think those are the four that you really have to, and the way the Knicks are playing, you, you maybe put them in a, in a top five. But as far as I think the teams that are can contend for a spot in the finals in the East, I think of those four teams, but in the West, those seven teams that I listed, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can laugh at those seven teams, potentially making it all the way to the NBA finals. And so I think the pressure's on Denver, um, a little bit because this is a team that's been so close for so many years now that if they don't get over the hump now, at least get to the finals, then when will they? Um, mm. So I buckle up. This is as much as we're we're down on the Pelicans. This is going to be a lot of fun these last 20 games and, and figuring out seating and mm-hmm. March Madness is here and it's not just for college <laughs> basketball. It's for the NBA. So I'm ready to go. Looking at the standings is like I always, always, always bring up the 2018 playoff standings, right? So like, yeah, let's things have changed so much since then. The Rockets were the number one seed that year; they were 65 and 17. The Warriors were second. The Blazers were third. Now the Blazers were tied. It was a four-way tie between the Blazers, the Thunder, the Jazz, and the Pelicans. And the Blazers were able to pull ahead like by a game on the like last day of the season or something like that. But that was a season. At the number six seed, those little Pelicans went ahead and beat the three seed, CJ McCollum's Blazers. Um, so it's it's in situations like that when things are so tight in the standings where the seeding doesn't really matter unless you have this insane um, you know, home court advantage or something, which I feel like Portland typically does. But that season, Drew and, and Rondo were just locked in on those guys. It was matchup-based. They were able to isolate yeah. Dame and CJ, and no one yeah. else could do anything. And they just figured, we're just going to pick on them. <laughs> and let it someone else pay. But when I talk about momentum, they had to go mm-hmm. five and zero to get to that top, that sixth seed in 2018. Yes. They won their last five games, including a huge road win against Golden State. I remember yeah. that game. We were like, "Holy cow! I can't believe they just won that game." 
Um, Earlier that season, they had a 10-game winning streak, too. They won 10. They might have lost a couple or something like that. And then, yeah, won five to close out the season and then won four in the first yeah. round. He's got on a nine-game streak. Can these Pelicans pull that off? I don't know. And they, everyone <laughs> thought that it, when DeMarcus went down with that Achilles injury that it was over because oh, they were right. Yeah. They were playing so well. I think they were like That's true. eight and one in their last nine when he went mm. down with that injury. And you, you were riding the high of just to win over the Rockets at that time. And then the news comes out and you're like, oh, boy, here we go. And then Miritich was, think about this, Nikola Miritich was the, the savior for that team, helping this team get in the playoffs, and now he's in Europe playing somewhere. But um, He's getting big bucks over there, too. He's Happy getting big him. bucks. He deserves it. <laughs> um, but, man, again, that's where momentum comes in. The Pelicans needed – they didn't need all five wins to get in, but they needed all five wins to get to the sixth seed, and everyone was saying, if you can get the Blazers in the first round, you have a shot. And sure yeah. enough, it's about matchups, too. It's not yep. just home court. And so if you have a, a matchup that you feel like you're comfortable with, you just never know. So um, yeah. hopefully going back to New Orleans, um, let's pray here for the next three games <laughs> that they can at least get a win on this road trip. Our I'll road record is so bad. <laughs> I know. But maybe getting away. I mean, they've been on the road so much post-All-Star break. I mean, they've only had one home game. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But yeah. Nonetheless, still got to ride with this team right now. Um, as much sure. as it's disappointing, you're still in it. You're still we're still here playing competitive fans, basketball. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. I already renewed for next season. I'll continue to renew, even though they raise the price. Don't raise the price on a team that's not <laughs> doing. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. Well, well, if you keep betting on the other were... team, you might be able to afford those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit big, start buying me some courtside seats or something. <laughs> Get up close action with the losses. But um, no, Bells and one whistles thing before love courtside we... seats. <laughs> <laughs> before we head out, uh, Nerlens Noel became available yesterday, and I saw a lot of people asking about him. And, um, and I've seen people asking about him before, but um, are you thinking that still we're probably, you know, staying pat? We're not going to cut anyone to go pick up. I was about to say, Nerlens you have to Noel. cut someone. I don't know. You have to cut yeah. someone. So I don't see them doing that. If you say to Mr. Know. Temple, have a seat on the bench here, buddy, you can still stay on as a staff member or, Hey, it's only <laughs> 20 games ago. Yeah. Sorry. You can go away for a little bit. We'll bring you back in the off season. I don't know. But <sighs> I mean, it's also, if you don't cut, if you do cut Temple, you it means you're having four big men on your roster. Like, is that the yeah. best way to utilize? That's true. What you're needing right now. If you're going to, I don't know who's out there on the buyout market. If there's anyone, but if you're gonna if you're gonna cut someone to make room for someone, I would still rather get a shooter right now than yeah, someone down low. I feel that we'll cut Temple and cut Jacks, whatever. <laughs> Let's cut them all. Shooter. Cut them all. Yeah, gotta cut them all. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Let them have it. <laughs> we'll see, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 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 do or die. It's do or die. You got 20 games left in the season. You're in tenth. You have a chance, but your destiny is it's in your hands and you have to do something with this opportunity. Um, I think the city was so fired up for this season. And even with the injuries, it still should be better than it's looking right now. So if they for need sure. to figure something out. If they need to have a players only meeting, you know, whatever you guys got to do. But they got to lock in and um you know, they when the city's showing love, I know they feel the love, but I definitely don't want for us to be in a situation where the crowd starts booing them or starts booing Willie or something like that, because that's like some real bad vibes. And I don't think we need to go down that road. Agreed. Agreed. Well, we'll see what happens here. Portland tomorrow, Golden State 
And then Sacramento, three-game West Coast trip. We'll have all your coverage here on Pels and Whistles. Before we go, just real quick, I want to shout out John the Shazer. Coming back on the radio broadcast last night, cancer survivor now. Um, He's been through a lot. He and his wife, Shalonda, have become very close with, obviously, working with him since almost day one. Um, Love him to death. I'm so happy he's back um, with the radio crew. Wish him nothing but the best a fighter and now he's he's getting to do what he loves to do which is be a part of the pelicans broadcast he's writing for neworleansaints.com so i just wanted mm-hmm. to shout out to him and the unbelievable journey he's been through and, and how strong he is and and thankful that he is okay and and glad to be back with todd on the airwave so just want to end at least yeah. on a, a positive note right there <laughs> i can't wait to see him again i think um Last night, you know, a lot of times, if you want to get over there and talk to them, they might not let you in that section because you're not sitting over there. So at some right. point, I'd love to catch up to him. And uh, I owe him a really big hug because I haven't seen him probably since April when we were at that game in Memphis. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been a long time. So, yeah, very happy for him to be back. All right. Well, we'll be back with you at the end of the week here. And hopefully we're talking about maybe a Pelicans win. Um, if not, Man. we'll still have something for you um, as well. <laughs> but again, don't forget to follow us, rate us, um, subscribe. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. And we appreciate you being a part of this journey, whether it's the ups or the downs. We'll be with you every step of the way. Pharrell, I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening to Pels and Whistles, presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network.